Hi there, my name is Lindy van Yerden and welcome to the Be Known Podcast. If you are feeling stuck and craving more from your life, then you are at the right place. If you have kids running around like I have and never find time for yourself, you are at the right place. If you want to change your life and build a side business to call your own, you are at the right place. Grab a cup of coffee and join me. I'm also a busy mom, so I promise to keep things short and sweet. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Let's begin. Welcome, and today we are joined by Nikki Davis from Towards Health. Nikki Davis is the Chief Empowering Officer of Towards Health, and she helps other healers and coaches to take their part-time business full-time. Welcome, Nikki, and thank you for joining us. Thank you, and I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for inviting me. It is an absolute pleasure. Um, so I've looked a little bit at your website and your social media pages, and there's a lot that you speak about personal health and meditation and taking the whole person into account. But I, what I want to do is I want to go back a little bit more, and I want to ask you, how did you get into this business? How have you been working full-time, and then you made the transition into having your own business? How did this journey start for you? In, yeah, it's a very interesting journey, um, possibly quite different to others. I wasn't actually looking for a business at all. I was in doing sort of secretarial admin work, and I always thought I was a generalist. I mean, how many people know what they want to do when they leave high school? Because <laughs> I certainly didn't. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'd just been doing secretarial for a break, and I was doing secretary work, and it sort of progressed to admin sort of you know, up the mark. And then I was actually going through some emotional turmoil at the time. So I was looking for answers for my emotional turmoil, not for business. And I went to a one-day workshop. And out of the workshop, I came out of there with a big dream. And that dream was to own and run an internationally renowned mind psychology healing center. Wow. And big dreams. Has, exactly. <laughs> and what is that? <laughs> Um, so at the time, it both terrified me and excited me because, I mean, I knew nothing about healing, knew absolutely nothing about what I do now. And but since then, things started to happen. But as you can see, it's very general. It's like, like, what is that? I even thought it might be a building like what's an internationally renowned mind psychology healing center. <laughs> but as things happened, just through various different serendipities, I managed to I did all this healing and I would help people. People would come to me with physical pain, anxiety, stress. They'd have people with OCD or ADHD or people, kids. A whole range of people so very general as you can see yeah but what I find now is a lot of people are like niching I was not niching at all <laughs> the exact opposite <laughs> and then as time went on I actually came across like people saying like you should niche you should niche oh my gosh, I wouldn't have a clue where to niche so I did some work to work towards niching and when I tried to niche I started to lose class sort of suddenly I, my clients dried up most people say the opposite, but for me, they dried up. Okay, and interesting. Then looking back, I sort of like worked out what I'd been doing and I started to bring more clients in. And I noticed that one of my superpowers was manifesting. 
So I started off my niche ended up being helping people manifest clients because over the years I've manifested, I managed to like once I went from having no paying clients to consistently two clients for, which is what I could manage with a full-time job, two clients a week for the next two and a half years. And that is something we all want to learn is how to manifest more clients, right? Exactly, exactly. So as that had been my journey, that's where I started. And now what it's grown to is helping other people, other healers who are in the same position as me with a day job, grow their business to a point that they can quit their job and go full time with their healing or have that choice. Yeah, and have that choice because I mean that's that's one of the biggest reasons why we want to do what we do is we want to have the freedom of choice. We do not want to be constricted by outside factors in terms of money or a bus or time. We want to have that choice and that freedom to choose what we what we ultimately want to do. Um, what does a normal day in the life of Nikki Davis look like? <laughs> A normal day for me, well, since we're, we're not in lockdown, but I do, my day job I don't physically go into, so which is fortunate because I managed to go, I had to go to Australia around about this time last year. Um, so I managed to do my day job from overseas uh, for six months. And for a lot of people, that's the dream. Exactly. So <laughs> it was amazing. And I happen to, I happen to enjoy my day job. A lot of my clients don't. That's why it's a choice. So that now I have the choice to leave or not. So it's not that I actually really want to, I'm like dying to leave my job at this point in time, but I have the choice if I want to. Yeah. And I think, like I mentioned a little bit earlier, that that's the, that's the ultimate is having that choice to decide, do I want to stay in this job or do I want to leave? And if I want to stay, then I have the availability to do that on my terms. Exactly. And it becomes my terms because here in the the first thing in the morning, what I'll do is I'll go to my day job online, check to see what's urgent, what I need to do. And I kind of compartmentalize it. I sort of like, go, okay, this is day job time. Obviously it can't be like, it's like flexibility within a structure. So I allocate when I'm focused in my day job, when I'm focused in my healing and I schedule clients around that time. But obviously I do have to have a certain amount of flexibility if my day job boss goes, hey, we need a meeting now. It's like, okay, I just need to rearrange a few things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So how did you, uh, what was that first few moments like for you starting your business? Because I know in the beginning before you start your business, that's the most daunting part. It's just taking that leap and taking that first step. What was that transition like for you, just taking that first step? It was a while ago now because it was back in about 2007. So the first step that I remember in my business, because I knew nothing about healing. So like, where do, like, where do you start? And that's why my whole journey has been manifesting because I just, it's just these serendipitous moments. I went on a hike and I met a woman who did quantum touch, which was the first modality that I learned. And we were having a conversation and the previous Nikki would say, oh yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting. And go no further because I'm interested in a lot of things. But the universe really gave me a push because this woman, I don't know if how many people here are from South Africa because I'm just speaking in rands, 
but the cost of the course at the time was 1500 rands. But this woman who didn't know me from a bar of soap as we were chatting said, well, actually, I'm doing the training next weekend, the very next weekend. And she would waive all fees other than the registration fee, 200 rand. Wow, that's amazing. So that's not something I could say no to. And that's kind of where it started. I started learning that things started to happen, things started to progress. Yeah, so that's kind of the beginning. So the beginning wasn't daunting. It was a little bit further on. <laughs> and you say a little bit further on. What was that daunting part? What was one of the scariest parts for you starting your business or running your business? It wasn't so scary. It was like I... I had all these things. I'd learned this quantum touch. I'd started to learn EFT and tapping, if anyone knows about that. So they'd learned these two modalities. That's where I started. And I had all this stuff. And I like, I wanted clients. There <laughs> were no clients. It's like, I almost, I was almost at the point, I was desperate. I was at the point I'd say, I will pay you to be my client. Because I had this information. I wanted to share it with people, but there was no one there willing to pay me money. So that, yeah. that, that was my first struggle. And how did you overcome that? Because I remember you saying going from no clients at all to having two clients, which was your preferred amount while having your 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 full time full time job. How did you how did that happen for you? Okay, so th this is not necessarily a big secret, but this is the big thing that this the big shift that I happened the first time that I managed to manifest clients. So I don't always do it in the same way, but in this instance, when it was like I was just I was just beyond desperation. It was a long weekend here. I remember it was sort of that August long weekend, whatever weekend we have here in August, and the public holiday was on the Tuesday. My partner was away and I thought, okay, I'm going to have a mass spring clean. I don't know if anyone else has a mass spring clean. I'm a bit of an all or nothing <laughs> when I do tidies. I don't just do a little bit of tidying. I just do the whole house. And so I spent the entire weekend cleaning the house. But before I did that, I set an intention. And if I knew how powerful it would have been, I would have written that intention. So I don't have it in writing anymore because I would still have it if I knew how powerful it would be. But basically, I didn't know at the time, I didn't know what was stopping me from getting clients. So I was basically cleaning everything out in order to receive clients, whatever was in the way and putting everything in place to receive those clients. Spent the whole weekend doing it. On that last Tuesday, I think I had a bathroom to do and I was just, it was, my fridge was bare. So I, I still remember which shop and where I was standing. It was in the veg vegetable aisle and my phone rang and I spoke and I answered the phone and a woman said, said, uh, hey, you're, you're a healer. A friend of mine referred me to you. You helped me with her glaucoma two years ago. I'm like, that worked fast. <laughs> the client just phoned me up out of the blue. And from that moment, seriously, I had an average of about two clients a week, every week for the next two, two and a half years. So wow, how powerful is that? Yeah, just from so doing that. So let's kind of set that into steps. So what would you say was some of the, the important steps? You mentioned the number one thing was setting the intention. Yeah. So what so does the, that look like? Yeah, the number one thing in anything that you manifest, that's just one way of doing it. But if you're wanting to manifest from like manifesting clients, the first thing is like setting intention. What is it you want to do? Sometimes you know what it is in the way, sometimes you don't. But setting the intention, you set what what is it that you want what ultimately do you want do you want one client do you want 10 clients do you want however many clients so be specific in specific in the type so anyone who's niching it helps 
the reason why it sort of stopped for me with niching was because that was a block in itself, because I was blocked with niching. That was blocking clients from me. Be open to receiving the clients. Get ready to receive the clients. So, yes, step one, setting the intention. Step two, so first of all, it's just getting clear on it. The next step is actually putting in place an action. What action are you doing in order to clear out? Whether it's, it doesn't have to be like, as, like me, cleaning out your own, own house. It can be cleaning out your healing room. It can be cleaning out a space on your computer or your healing space, a drawer, sort of as much time as you have. Or even people can just clean out their wallet, <laughs> you know, clean out the wallet so it can allow more money to fit, flow in. And then once you've done the action, the thing that then it's just off just to stop and wait and receive the answers, like whether they often come in signs. It might be like me, mine was quite obvious. It was a phone call. Sometimes it's not as obvious as that. It might be they tend to come in either people, a person, you'll meet a person. You might see a book. Often when you're not getting clients, you need to learn something first before you can help them. You need to be clear on something. So the following the signs and taking action on the signs, not the action you think you need to take, but the action the signs are giving you, yeah. whatever those might be. I watched a very interesting money manifestation workshop not too long ago. And it's very interesting that we have our meeting today because I had um, a part of this masterclass was a second live Q&A, which happened two hours ago. So I watched that. So a lot of that is still kind of fresh in my head. And I remember someone mentioning, so I just want to kind of add to this as well. The cleaning out is, yes, to make space for new things, but it's also to get you in another vibration, to get you in a place of feeling good. Because when we look around us and we see all of the clutter and we see the things that's kind of I don't want to say bring us down, but it's cluttering our life or we keep walking past that drawer and thinking I should do that. I should clear it out. This is so irritating. I This irritates me. Then that brings kind of the vibration down. But as soon as you clear it out and you walk past and you think, wow, that looks so good, that immediately brings kind of the happy vibes and the happy feelings. And this lady um, mentioned about um, the, the clearing out as something as simple as shaving your legs, like mm. something as simple as doing something that you've been putting off. Maybe you haven't shaved your legs in a week, like do something as simple as that, just to, just to snap yourself kind of into, into a different vibration. Um, so it's interesting, like you mentioned, that we're talking today as well. And that's fascinating that it is today because, you know, the, the history of setting this up, that's why it had to be today. Not any it, other had to, it had to be today. It had to be today. So that's brilliant. Um, so, yeah, so, um, so one of your biggest um, manifesting journeys was manifesting more clients. And I know I'm going to get quite a lot of questions on this. Um, what do you do next? So you, because um, I know there's a lot of people out there, they're starting their businesses, they want to get more clients, they get discouraged because they're not getting clients. So they want to know what they should do kind of next. So we set now, um, um, 
my mind's not leaving me a manifestation and yeah. kind of working on something like that so the first step would be to set the intention the second step would be to take some form of action um inspired action clearing out something setting up that vibration and then the third step you mentioned about stopping and waiting and kind of letting also knowing that it will happen yeah no it's try so it's as you were saying with that, so it's actually the first step is intention. The second step is at the step back and look for the answers. And then the answers will give whatever answers come to you. They'll give you the obvious action. And it's not always clear, like a, a clearing out that you need. Sometimes there's a, there's a healing that's needed or it's if you're not clear yourself, like I wasn't clear on what my niche was. I wasn't getting clients. Or when I, there was a stage when I wasn't feeling very confident, even though I loved my stuff and I knew I was good at what I did, there was still that lack, that self-doubt, that self-doubt, like, can I really, there was always like a little like, can I really do this? Can I really like give them what they need sort yeah. of thing? So if you've, as long as you've got any of that with self-doubt, sort of uncertainty, unclear on what it is that you're offering, even like a client that is who I've got after this, a couple of weeks ago, she had a challenge. She had a few things which weren't finished off. A little bit like what you were saying. There were two clients. One client hadn't come back to her, but she, it wasn't an ideal client for her. She needed to send an email. But one of those things she was putting off or she needed to. So there's some of those close-offs that need to do, need to be done. So often there's just something like that that might be blocking. Sometimes it's a very simple thing, but people aren't aware. It needs that sort of third party to see, okay, that's what it is. And sometimes like with my cleaning out, I didn't know what it was, so I just did the cleaning out in the intention. Just do whatever happens, what comes to you, and then kind of take it from there. So in terms of your business, how did you get that confidence? Because I, I heard you speaking about confidence, and, and it kind of gets to that as well. How did you assist yourself to get more confident in your business and in what you're doing and helping and serving clients? It was through a whole lot of different things. So part of it was the more things which would happen with for my clients, it would be for me, they they would come and within a session, they would have a shift and come back to me and it would, and I'd start acknowledging it. So I'd start to acknowledge after a client session, wow, it was that powerful and take note and keep a place in my computer so you can keep a place somewhere there. This is this, this is what happened. Even if it's not a testimonial, it's great to get testimonials, but even without a testimonial so that you know for yourself, because a testimonial is getting outside validation. You also need inside validation. You need to validate yourself. Say, look, this, like, for example, a guy who had, okay, it's not, I know it's not in my niche, but who, who had serious chronic pain, and after a couple of sessions, he no longer had that. And it was like, wow, this is like big. This, it, it's a big shift. So I sort of like took note of it in his file. And other clients, clients which I've had recently that have starting to get clients out of the blue. It's like, I can really do this. We did this. This happened. And then they come to me and they've had clients out of the blue. So it's just taking, like focusing on the things which are going right and things that are happening. Yeah. Which, yeah. And on the and on the back of that uh, kind of comment from you as well, how do you feel um, from a professional point of view? How do you feel towards health and holistic healing can help in can help someone 
in their business. So for instance, my business is not holistic healing at all, but how can my business benefit from seeing someone like you? So yeah, anyone really in the services industry, I'm just focusing on people like healers because it's similar to me, but it's could be any, anybody who wants clients, basically, because of, that has been my journey. But it's also, it's, it's the whole journey. That's what I help people. It's not just getting clients. It's also getting clear on what it is that you're offering people. It, it, so there's getting that clarity, clarity in what it is that you want. Because like when I first started, before I, I knew my big dream, I didn't know what I was, what my passion was. So getting clear on like the big difference you want to make in the world or the big difference you want to make with your business, whatever it, your business is. So, I mean, we could like, do you, are you clear on what you, what impact you want your business to have on the world? And sometimes, like you mentioned, that validation needs to come from inside. It cannot come from outside. You cannot base your business on other people's validation. You need to base that on what you want to achieve and why you're running your business. Yeah, because no one else out there can tell you how you can run your business or what the difference is that you want to make. So clarity is a huge thing, like clear on what it is that you want and who it is that you want to, to help. And that clarity also helps with because a lot of challenges I noticed that a lot of people that I come across and I, I had as well is because we love this healing so much and there's so much out there. You get, what is it called? Shiny object syndrome, you know, <gasps> I'll buy that. I'll buy that. I'll buy that. And I was very much like that. But now because I have such clarity, I had someone offering me something. I won't specify what it is because it's just because it's not right for me doesn't mean it's not right for someone else. But because it was quite clear in the past, I would have gone, oh, I'm going to buy one of those things. <laughs> and in this case, it was a an object. And because my healing is because my lifestyle has got to be traveling. My plan, my big dream is to travel around the world doing what I love. I don't, I can't do that with lots of objects. And because it was an object, it was a definite clear no for me. Someone else, it might be something else. So you know that, oh, this is exciting, but no, it's not for my business. Or, oh, this is exciting. That's perfect for my business. Really helps oh, with so that shiny object syndrome. <laughs> So fascinating. I have dealt with um, a few clients where they get so excited about what they want to do. They have all of these ideas. And sometimes it's not necessarily with a product, like you said, but also ideas like I want to build this thing and I want to build this and I want to build this online business and that part and this part. And, and sometimes you need to go back to why are you doing this so that you can get very clear on where you want to spend your energy to get to the desired results. So that clarity is so super, super important. Yeah, it's a bit like build it, trying to build a garden and you're going to plant one plant here, one there, one, then you've got nothing. But if you just focus in one area and then you can have a beautiful section here, that's done. Now you can move to the next section. Exactly, exactly. So tell me a little bit for the listeners that do have their own business or that's thinking of starting their own business. What advice would you give them? Um, starting out from fresh, not really knowing what's ahead? If it's starting from fresh, um, I would say the first, is that clarity, first of all, get clear on like what, what is it that you want ultimately? One, what is, what is your lifestyle that you want? Even before you go to the business, what is that lifestyle that you want? Do you want to, it might be owning your own home. It might be like me traveling around the world. It might be whatever it is. 
get clear on that lifestyle, then get clear on what your business is, because your business ultimately, or people who come to me, want your business to support that lifestyle. So first get clear on that lifestyle, then the business, and then you can start asking the questions because that's that's a powerful tool that people can do. Asking questions is a very powerful tool. Asking questions like, how can I have this business support my lifestyle? And that's when you get answers. Um, can I share a little thing like that, how it worked with me once in one particular situation? Yes, please. Because this is before all the pandemic and everything, when I used to, I used to walk to work and Walking to work takes more time than driving to work, obviously. And I had my healing business. And so it felt like a bit of a waste of time. So one of the questions I asked was, how can I get paid to walk to work? Because that would be kind of useful, wouldn't it? So I get, that's the question that I asked. And it's very powerful to ask a question. It's not for you to answer, you just ask. And a little while later, a client, not even a client of mine, it was more a friend who had been a client in the past. And I was just experimenting something with her and then she came that I can do remotely a remote type of healing so I don't need to sit at my desk she said how and I did it walking to work not even thinking about my question and she said how much can I pay you I thought I've just worked out how I can be paid to walk to work and so I started to be paid doing some remote healing on my way to work so those are the sorts of things that can happen you ask the question so that's another form of setting an intention, asking a question, and then sitting back and waiting for the answers to come. And sometimes that feels counterintuitive. You're asking and then you're just waiting, but you need to also have that clarity and, and uh, knowing that this will come. Mm. Um, you don't go to a restaurant, order something, and then you hound the waiter every two seconds, where's my food, where's my food? You know it's coming. You just need to wait for until it's your turn um and just having that confidence that it will come um so for people in new businesses they need to be very clear on what they what they want and why they want this business and what results they want exactly yeah yeah and then they can start asking the questions and it is in some instance, that's why I love about this business, it's not competitive. It's not like, okay, it might be me to help them. But if they start asking who can help them, the, the right people will come to them rather than like, okay, I need this now. Who can I get to help? And you start searching and you end up like with someone that, you know, often you find yourself with a coach and like, no, this is not quite the right coach, not what I had in mind. <laughs> Exactly. And then a lot of the times, if you are on the other side and it's your business and you're selling, you start feeling, feeling sleazy because you keep selling, selling, selling to everyone. And if that's not in alignment with what you want and the clarity that um, the, the support that you want to help get other people get, then it feels like you keep selling to the wrong people because you probably are. It's not in alignment. There's a reason why this isn't working out for you. Yeah, and sometimes it's not always, it's, it can be the timing because that's what I notice as well. Sometimes when a client comes and a client cancels because a lot of, I used to struggle with, oh, no, clients cancel, now there's one less client. I actually get excited now if a client cancels because either they, they're not right for me, so another client comes in and that has happened many times when one cancels and another one comes and that's the only time they can make it. Or sometimes it's they, they postpone and by the time very much like what's, 
happened here where you just a few hours ago listened to the abundance <laughs> session. Um, what happens either, either I need to learn something because I've quite often like when they've come, it's like I wouldn't have been able to help them the way I could now if I'd had them when the original appointment was or something needs to happen with them. I've had someone come who's rescheduled and 15 minutes before they've come, something specific's happened. And I know that's what we need to work on. So it's, it's trusting the universe as well. That's another big part of it is trusting the universe. Wow. So powerful. And yes, we need to learn how to trust more. So tell me a little bit, how do you help other healers and coaches take their businesses from part-time to full-time? I help in a combination of ways. So I help with, with coaching healing and practical tools the the healing is often very powerfully needed there was a healing that I had once with one of the healing where I had no clients paying clients for five months two weeks after the healing I got eight inquiries and five bookings so often it is finding out what sometimes you there's something in you that has made the difference so there's often a lot of that healing that particular one was I'd made it I'd been going through my own stuff and I'm going if I don't sort out my own shit I'm giving up towards health and towards health had given up until I had that healing so healing is very important so healing is often needed to heal those blocks and you know me I don't necessarily know what your block is it's through the healing that it comes up I'm just the this hold the space for it I do practical tools because there's a lot of things people procrastinate about doing all this because there's a whole lot of stuff you know you need to take care of your finances you need to do your marketing and some people don't like doing that so the bits that are the hard hard I offer practical tools to make a little bit easier and then for and then yeah the, the healing and the coaching so a combination of those three wow sounds like I need to contact you as well um <laughs> but this I I absolutely love this session um, I think there's definitely a reason why I only spoke to you today and things exactly. that had to happen before. If there's anyone that's listening and they want to contact you and they want to know more either about what you are doing specifically with Towards Health or about the industry or they are, are healers and coaches um, that want to want to um, improve their businesses and take their business full time, how can they contact you? Probably the best way is to send me an email which is it's nikki at towardshealth.co.za. Okay. I will be posting that in the descriptions as well. So for anyone that, that wants to contact you, they can just get your email address there. And um, is there anything else that you wanted to add or wanted to say to the listeners from your side? I'd just say that um, just make sure, just believe in believe in yourself and believe in your business that whatever it is that you want is possible you just need to believe <laughs> whatever dream is placed there is definitely placed there for a reason thank exactly. you so much nikki i really appreciate your conversation i really enjoyed this and we will definitely be talking more afterwards but thank you so much for the session and i really hope all the listeners have enjoyed this as much as i have Thank you for having me. And yes, I hope people got some tips that they can go away and take away with them. I am sure they have. Thank you so much, Nikki. Have a good day further. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening and staying till the very end. I really hope you enjoyed it. 
to get a free virtual coffee session with me, give me some feedback. Write a review, take a screenshot, tag me and send it to me. I will email you a link to book your session. Subscribe to my podcast if you want to hear more and see you in the next episode.